I'm Davey. I'm Misty. DM Unscripted. Unedited. Unapologetic. Let's get it. What's going on, everyone? Uh, I am Davey. I am Misty. And we are DM Watts. You guys, welcome to another episode, or, what, or actually our special a episode. Special episode. It is a special episode. Today, we are going to be talking about PTSD. Uh, you guys have noticed we do a few specials, and this one came up, and obviously this month is PTSD Awareness Month. Yes, it is. So we wanted to do a special on none other than PTSD. So without going too deep, PTSD is basically your, your people's response to a traumatic event. It's the way people deal with when they have had a tra- traumatic event in their life that has probably resulted in death or serious injury to themselves or... Uh, someone else and so it's it's uh it's ptsd affects quite a few people mm-hmm. uh it was like eight million yeah, last week eight, eight million. million and that's just in the united states and that's the ones that have been diagnosed correct those are the ones that have been diagnosed there's no telling um how many people are actually dealing with ptsd uh, and those are our civilians and military and military uh from active duty to uh retirement truth active duty retirement it's not just military specific nope not just military specific but you know today we're going to share some things with you guys uh given our account our experience experience uh, and and i'm going to throw out a disclaimer kind of like when we do when we talk about stocks and crypto and stuff we're not therapists yeah we're not we're not this is not god's gospel (laughs) um this This, is our yeah this is our account experience and this is what we have gone through and what we are currently um battling together Mm -hmm. and um and how you know we handle it and and again it's just it's our unique experience and and i want to remind everybody also trauma is trauma Mm-hmm. trauma is trauma yeah so if if Davey is to share and I'm gonna let him run most of this because this is this is his um battle so you know but don't sit there and go oh that's not that bad <laughs> yeah well um, you weren't there well you can say whatever you and want and not only <laughs> that but again want. trauma is trauma so yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's unique to everyone and everyone handles their trauma differently truth true so uh, she, I would say she's lying a little bit to y'all. She's not just going to let me in on it because uh, this because is we, something we've been going through together. We, we go through it together. Right. So yeah. without um, getting uh, even deeper into that, we'll just go ahead and start and say that, hey, <clears throat> I served 22 years in the Air Force and uh, probably, probably wouldn't have changed a thing in it. And during that time, uh, after 22 years, um, I started to notice some things. Uh, I was actually, I was actually medically retired uh, due to some findings of PTSD, and so, you know, what happened is, you know, you you, let's face it, Iraq, Afghanistan, and all those places—they're not fun, and it's not just those places, you know. Heck, I even had some things happen when I was uh, stationed in uh, Japan uh, that that really really got to me. So you, I start to notice after a while, you know, I was just really angry all the time, you know. And then I started to notice, you know, like, hey, like, why do I keep having nightmares and, and things like that about the same incidents with an S, you know, the same incidents. And, you know, I, I led a very active career. You know, I mean, I I was really energetic, really just just active, you know, hey, really social, love to be out and about talking with people. That was my thing, you know, and then I just started to notice that uh, my concentration 
You know, what I mean, like it was it was very hard to concentrate. You know, you you start to wear you know, I <laughs> about all these deadlines, uh, emails. Hey, we need this by this day. Cool. I pulled the email up, and I couldn't even type the the word the in there. It's like my my I couldn't concentrate. I remember I could sit here and put out a evaluation. We call them EPRs in the Air Force. You, you put out an EPR like, hey, and take me like maybe two hours to do one of those things. I mean, it can take a while, but then I'm starting to notice that it's taking me days to do one thing. I'm like, wait a minute. Then, you know, that's when also you're, you start to, the things that used to interest you don't interest you. I was an avid gym rat. Love going to the gym. Love lifting. You know what I mean? Uh, some of my... Uh, Brothers in arms that watch this that knows me knows I was in the gym. Hopefully the guy that showed me how to lift is watching this. Because, yeah, I was in the gym a lot. And then I start shying away from that. You know, to start the things that I that I, I love that all of a sudden I didn't have that much interest. Then, you know, you start, there, there's a few other things too. Like in, in my instance was crowds. All of a sudden, I don't like being around everybody anymore. You know, all of a sudden it's just... Like what is what is going on? Is it, you know, I even start stuttering, couldn't concentrate on the word. Some of the most easiest word to find, you know, even if you're trying to find the word like you say simple, you know, hey man, it's really, it's really, uh, uh, you know, it's not hard to do. You know, you can't really find that. That's how. That's what it does. It 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 uh, it messes with you, and you don't realize what's going on. You have no idea what's going on because your sleep is disrupted. I wake up in, in, in sweats. Yeah, I, I'm running in my sleep, literally sprinting a marathon as if I'm trying to run away. You know, my wife's told me, hey, you're like running, like literally running. And the images, you can't, <coughs> you can't, you can't get the images out of your head either, you know, of what's going on. It's a constant torture. It's like kind of, PTSD is literally like living the same nightmare over and over and over again and not knowing what to do about it because you everything about you changes. And here's the thing that people have to understand. It ain't your fault. That's that's one of the biggest things is that PTSD is 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 is, is not your fault. It's it's your reaction. Because I I can I I can't speak for everybody, but I can speak for a few especially when it comes to this military. It's like we have something happen and we have a mission to do. We got a job to complete. Like we don't got time to worry about the feelings involved or anything like that. We got a job to complete. And a lot of us associate PTSD in the military with, look, that's the end of my career if I say something. Like, well, it could possibly be the end of you if you don't. You know what I mean? And that's and that's just real. That that's just that's just real. You know, I, I recently had a, a brother in arms actually took his life. And he was a, a special person to me. You know, and that that sucked. So you know, you gotta, you gotta speak up, you know, you gotta speak up, claim it, claim it. I have a, I have a few other friends going through it and this one's for y'all. Like I, I put this out there because y'all not the only ones I need, I need to let you know that just cause I don't put it all over Facebook, you know what I mean? Or, or I don't, you know, yell it to, Hey, I got this, I got that. And nothing against people who do nothing against the people who do. I know friends who put it on Facebook and they're owning it. And, you know, but hey, I'm choosing YouTube. <laughs> I'm choosing YouTube, but I actually, I guess it'd be on Facebook too. But well, and Podbean. Yeah, and Podbean. Yeah, yeah. So Spotify. Yeah, we're yeah. putting it all. We're putting it all out there. Well, so, but this is the thing: is that eventually got sidetracked there. That's another part of it. Um, so eventually, 
you know, I can remember sitting in a meeting and uh, I remember the meeting was going on and I'm sitting there with my bosses, you know, colonels, so on and so forth. And they're talking and I'm going in full blown anxiety attack, leg stomping. I'm starting to sweat. I start crying, you know, and I, I ended up getting up and the meeting was over. I, I shifted through it and they asked, do you? I said, yeah, no, I'm fine. You know, hey, I'm cool. Nothing wrong with me. And I remember going to my office and I remember um, two of my bosses coming in like, hey, man, uh, you OK? And it was almost like those were the magic words. Are you OK? And very quickly, I revealed to them that I wasn't. Yeah, in the form of tears, hyperventilating, panicking, all of that. And yeah, they walked me down and said, hey, we need to get you some help. So they walked me down to our local mental health. And got me some help. Got me, got me some help, and I really do appreciate them both. I hope they're watching this. I appreciate you both. You know, we're not gonna name names. You know, well, we no, can't we're names, not. But, but uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to go back for a second. Mm -hmm. Um, because what they didn't know is that the the week or two weeks before we had already gone, we had walked to true, mental health. True, true. And we had already started the process. Mm -hmm. Um, because we had something that had happened right, and right. we talked about it and, um, decided that this was the best thing to do. And yeah. mon when Monday morning came around, cause what had happened was on a Friday Yeah. and when Monday morning <clears throat> came around, we first thing went yeah, right yeah. into that office and did an intake and it was yeah. kind of an all day affair. Yeah. Yeah. It was an all day affair. Yeah. Cause I can remember telling my wife, look, something's not right. You know, these, I can't get these thoughts out of my head. I can't get these visions out of my head. I said, I need to, I need to, I need to talk to somebody. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing, you know, it's for anybody watching any of my friends, even if we're not friends, if you just happen to click on this and you're watching this, dude, <clears throat> I get it. I get it. You don't want to lose your career. I get it. You don't want people to know, you know, I get it. Trust me, I was in a position of, of leadership. I was in a leadership position. And the, the stigma of, no, the leader is not supposed to have personal mental issues either. Personal issues going on. No, you're supposed to be leading us. You're not supposed to be dealing with stuff too. Like, how can you lead when you're dealing with stuff? Like, no, but you're a human being. You know, you got to this leader position and there are things that people don't know that you, you go through. But it's, uh, it's up to you as an individual and as a leader because that's part of being a leader, right? It's showing your your people and your subordinates that it is not weak to ask for help. Right. You know what I'm saying? We push that, but then we don't do it ourselves. So, right. so we anyway. But yeah, we went and we we sought help. Yeah. And, so you know, by the time that it happened at the meeting, by the time it happened at the meeting, you already had um, someone in mental health right. that you'd been starting to work with. Right. I was always working with somebody in mental health, and I don't know if different branches call them something, but what that's mental health is Air Force for therapy yeah. in, in, in a nutshell. So, um, so we call it, we call it the mental health office. So, um, but yeah, and, the uh, they straight up, um, got us some, some help, you know, my, my leadership walked us down, called my wife and yeah. said, we need you to, we need and you to I come didn't get, it was very scary for me yeah. because I, we'd already started the battle. Yeah. We'd already called the demon by its name. We knew what was going on. Truth. And, um, I was at work. Mm-hmm and got the call and it was just you how quickly can you be here and mm -hmm. and i said i can be there in five minutes yeah and i was yeah, yeah. and i was shaking the whole way and crying yeah. and praying 
because I didn't know nobody told me anything. Yeah. I want to get through this without crying. Yeah, yeah. We may have to pause. <laughs> there may be a few edits in this. You guys um, may, may see. Yeah. But, uh, um, but yeah, that was a very scary day for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and was so thankful when I saw him standing with leadership in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was so thankful because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what had happened. I didn't know what I was going to walk into. Yeah, they uh, they 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 stood by us through the whole thing. They they walked us through the entire thing, and um, yeah. So without going to all of that, yeah, making not, this yeah, we're not, we're not, <laughs> here's the thing: it is it's something personal between it is. us. It is. It was something that I was a. I had always been kind of aware of, I think mm-hmm. any, um, spouse, you know, you just kind of watch your spouse and yeah. you're like, Hey, that's different. And you just kind of bank it, you know, and yeah. then you see something else and you're like, Oh, something's going on. Yeah. And, and I was recognizing that. And, you know, he, it wasn't anything he did to me cause he did, he didn't do anything to me. Yeah. It was just, we were somewhere and I was like, you know, Hey, I need you to come with me because I had a bad feeling and, and it was just a, a bunch of stuff that led up to it. Um, and I'm so thankful because here's the biggest thing is you, you also, if you wouldn't have wanted help, mm-hmm. then we wouldn't be sitting here right now. We just wouldn't. Be. Right. Right. Because a lot of the times that, that, that a lot of the things that we notice that, well, at least in, in the military, from a military perspective, these things go undiagnosed. So you start a spiral down a path yep. and, and and people can misconceive you as a person that you know is either reckless or doesn't care or anything like that and, but and not really because you had experienced that yes, it, his, yes. it, it was already it was for starting many years it was starting he was getting uh mislabeled right um, and and this perception of him was yeah, yeah. not at all accurate and and i could see that when we were dating i yeah. would have people talk to me about you and i'm like what yeah. are you guys talking about yeah this yeah. doesn't make any sense yeah and so it you know it, it you you got to understand it's just one of those things you know when you're going through ptsd the hardest thing to do is ask for help to admit it well and, or, it, and, and, so, and for some and people to admit it yeah i'm sure though also for some people it's like hey is this just age you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. they don't think about it because yeah. their job is to work in trauma yeah so they're not thinking about that their body is having right. a response to trauma right and they're not thinking about how many trauma responses i don't know if you remember how many trauma responses uh you and ramo had worked out but yeah. like as far as were able to pinpoint, you mm-hmm. know, but yeah. there were several, this yeah. is not one trauma response. Right. And there's, you guys, it, I'm going to tell you like there, the symptoms of PTSD, we just named a few, you know, there, there's, and these, are, be, his there, these are just my symptoms, but these are also, they're also the most common ones. Sure. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so look, I have no problem admitting, yeah, chronic severe PTSD is what was my diagnosis. And you know it's, you know, it took a little while to figure out, you know, because denial. That's that's. Sure. I'm like, no, they wrong. There's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. Well, why why do you have, like, five to ten deadlines that you've missed and you haven't even responded about emails that you haven't even put up, you know? And it's like, so either you're just slacking on the job or there's something going on, you know? And and I'm like, 
I'm like, well, I ain't no slacker. So, <laughs> you know, and anybody that knows him knows he's not a slacker. Yeah, I'm not a slacker. And that so. should have been the first. Yeah. Um. One, there's always burnout at a job, right? Yeah. Everybody has burnout mm-hmm. in life. Yeah. And but that should have been if people would have been paying attention. Of course, yeah. paying attention to an individual is unfortunately not part of the mission. Right. Well, it it is. It is. But, but a like lot that. of the times, yeah. So no, no. It, paying attention to your people is 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 part of the mission, but a lot of times you won't really notice the biggest changes until you won't you won't notice the change until it's the big big change, right? So so like right because you can't you well I mean obviously you can't have a mission if your people aren't right you know right taken so, care of, but I don't think that leadership is always versed. Um, right in symptoms in, right, in behaviors right. like they should be right and it because i mean let's face it they're not therapists no. <laughs> you know what i mean but and, and you don't have just, to be though, right but, but at the same time sometimes you can tell yeah. you know like hey wait a minute your work ethic is not what it used, what it to, used be. to be and like what, is there something going on or your history shows right it there, so. right so but you know it, it can be tough though you know because there are times there are some of us that want to blame our leadership too Oh, of course. For for not noticing or not doing enough to help us, sure. and stuff like that. And you know, we I I can't speak for the civilian side, but I'm you know I know that you know whether you're a supervisor, you know, a commander or whatever, or a friend, you know what I mean. And you see those things, but I think one of the hardest things is getting the individual to to know. That this sure. is exactly what happened, and and yeah, because you're gonna have to go through a process because the denial yourself. That I I still struggle with it. Yeah. I still struggle with believing that this is what happened, and I get reminded. I get reminded in my dreams, you know what I mean. I get reminded when I I can't go anywhere alone. You know, those are reminders. Um, I, I get reminded <clears throat> when you can't sit in a room, uh, you can't have your back to the door. You know, you get reminded. You get, you get reminded when you're paranoid in crowds, when you never had that problem before, right? You never had that problem before. Now I can't even drive to the store by myself. You know what I mean? And so it, it can be, trust me, I get it. It can be overwhelming. But I'm here to tell you, if you don't get help, not being able to drive to the store by yourself turns to not being able to leave your house, period. Exactly. You know what I mean? Not being able to stand to the back, to the door, with your back up against the door, uh, excuse me, like in a restaurant, turns into anxiety attacks, just going to the mailbox. You know what I'm saying? And so not being able to concentrate can turn into spatial disorientation, can turn into disassociation. disassociation with everybody could turn into you pushing people back. And I've noticed a lot of my friends, uh, you know, they're going through it. I'm not, obviously I'm not naming names, but you know who you are. You know, if you said something, you know, if you haven't, but this is literally to let people know that it exists. It does. exist. If you are one of those people that be like, no, there's nothing wrong. He, he's just, he or she is just an AO and, and this and this and that, you know, these are all excuses. That's you're just miseducated. Very much you're, so. You're just miseducated. And you're and, also and, not paying attention not, to the man or woman that who they are. Right. Um, and who the core of them is. Right. And you're also not 
taking into account certain behaviors. You're not right. looking at certain behaviors, which, you know, but, and I realize not everybody's like me. I, I really pay attention to people. I really read people. Um, and I can look back and on you mm-hmm. and say that was a behavior. That yeah. was a yeah. demonstration. That was a addiction. That was a this, right. that, you know, and um, most of the time I, well, I'm not going to say most of the time. For me, though, I can see in you the addiction to adrenaline. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can definitely so we, yeah. see that because so that's what makes you feel good. Right. So there's, <laughs> so there's, now here's the thing, nothing against uh, adrenaline junkies. That doesn't right. mean, oh, you got PTSD, no, you're yeah. adrenaline junkie. But some of the things that they call um, hyper behaviors, mm-hmm. you know, or I'm, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm calling it that, sure. they'll, they'll, you know what I'm saying, they'll, they'll, they'll be like, hey, you're taking unnecessary risk or high risk mm-hmm. and things that you wouldn't normally take, you know what I'm saying? And like, uh, I mean, and heck, I, I see it in myself. We drive by the skydive and I'm like, babe, she's like, are you out of your mind? I'm like, I mean, I'll be, be on the ground. And she's like, I'm like, but it'd be pretty cool. She's like, for who? Because I'm not doing, you know what I mean? But these are things I'd be like, I'm not doing that before. And there are things that, you know, I I have to understand and look at, you know, from adrenaline. And I go to groups. I go to PTSD groups. And I I thought that the stuff that I'm feeling was was, was me alone. And and, and I I go to these groups and I find that the, the, the people there, they are literally spitting the same stuff that I was going through. Yeah. The, 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 you know, the, with your family thinking that you're just a-holes, you know, with like, wow, you're, you know, this and that, not realizing that there's something going on or with the fact that you now disassociated yourself, you, you can't concentrate on things anymore. You know what I mean? You have those, those angry outbursts mm-hmm. or they'll, they'll chalk that up to like, this dude got issues. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, this dude or this female does because it's not just guys. I run into females with them, too. Of course. And so I got to tell you, um, PTSD, at least from a military standpoint, you know, it, they're getting better. They're, they're getting better. There's a lot. They have a long road to go uh, with, with getting our, our people help, but they are definitely getting better. Yeah. So um, but that's kind of our story there. Uh, but there are some other things that we also want to share with you guys. So that's what happened. And that's how we found out. And we, let's, let's talk about the ongoing battle, right? Yeah, you know, the, it, on, it the is. ongoing battle. Yes, excuse me, she had to let my I service dog the, in. I had to she's, let the dog in. She's literally going nuts because she see me getting a little upset on the outside. Like, hey, so um, we talk. Let's talk about the ongoing battle. So we've been separated. We're actually coming up on our one year anniversary of being separated from the military. Big battle. Big battle. You know, we talk about the ongoing battle because let, let's let's face it. You know. You do 20, I don't even care if you do four years in the military, that's life changing because the military is a lifestyle. It's life changing. And for you to separate or retire, it is a very difficult lifestyle change. So when you talk about ongoing battle, you talk, you take that battle up a notch when you say you've been separated because of, you know, PTSD or whatever issue, mental issue it is, but we're going to focus on PTSD in this point. So you have to deal with the PTSD. Now you have the nightmares even more because it's like you've gotten out. And so that 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 adrenaline is gone. That constant go, go, go. I got to get to work. I got, you know, that, that schedule for the mission, for the mission. That's gone now. So now your brain is like, look, I've been holding all this back that you dealt with. That piece of that trauma. I, I'm hold, I've been holding all this back and that trauma. And now that you're not on go, go, go status now, here you go. 
Here's everything I've been holding back. And it comes in a wave of everything. Your brain gets, you get flooded with, with emotions, with different chemicals and all that it's been holding back. So bring on the nightmares, bring on the high anxiety, bring on the, I can't stand too close to people. I don't like people standing too close to me. Bring on the snapping at random people, bring on all of these things. Bring on all of a sudden what's going on with my hands. I get arthritis in my hands. I get, because here's the thing, your body can't deal with all those floods no. of, of chemicals it, and emotions, but your your brain is literally like, I've been sheltering this yeah. and holding this from you yeah. and keeping you safe so you can do this mission. Now it's time for you to take care of it. So the, it floods your body with everything. The minute you relax and, and that, no matter what happens in your life to make you relax, whether it's you got out or you're still in or in, in, uh, Mr. Hobbs case here, he met me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that could relax anybody, it but relaxed me, it relaxed so. him enough to where his, uh, his body was like, no, you know what? You're good. Yeah. And, and then bring on the hearing aids, yeah. bring on the eyeglasses. Yeah. Um, uh, bring, bring on, on the CBD, the, the CBD, CBD smokes that, that I'm uh, smoking on. So bring on all of a lot of, um, body issues, health issues yeah. that, we were not aware of no. because uh, his body was protecting him so much right. so he could complete the mission. And there, and there, and this, this is a true fact. This is a, if for that's those who going is exactly what happens. Military or not, that's, no, what that's what happens. And look, we're I feel like we got to throw a disclaimer. We're not doctors. We're not doctors. We're not, <laughs> we're not doctors. We're talking about us. We're talking about us. And these, you know, I've had to go to the classes about my brain, and this is why this is happening. Because it, those people in the classes with me was like, look, I was healthy than a mug. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden, this is going on. This is going on. This And it was like, yeah, here's why. Like, your body is an amazing machine. Your brain is even, wow. It's a supercomputer. Uh, right. And if you feel like it betrayed you, you know what I mean? Because we talk about the ongoing battle. The ongoing battle is that every time you turn around, it seems like every week you got something else going on with, you, with, your, with your body. But you have to understand it's a flood. These things are going to happen, but you'll get through them. Things will get better. Find yourself a regimen. Find, you know, like remain active. Try to look. I'm not sitting here saying that we've done all of those things. Nope. I'm, I'm telling you some of the things that, that have worked. You know, I'm telling you some of the things that have worked and, and do work. And and some of the things that we need to get back to. We need to get back but to. But we, uh, at, the, at the time of all of this, life was changing for us anyways. Uh, we had just gotten married. We had mm -hmm. just bought a bar. Um, and then all this is going on. And then fast forward to when we find out you're being medically retired. Our bar is now shut down. COVID has happened. Mm -hmm. So when I say you and I have had a hell of a run. Yeah. And haven't really, you know, then we didn't trust gyms. We used to walk and, and do stress relievers and stuff like yeah, that. We yeah, had to. Yeah, yeah. Um, or you would be at the bar with me. Um, so we were active in that way because running yeah. a bar is not, uh, for the faint yeah. of heart. It is not. Um, so... but once all that stuff, you know, happened and COVID hit, yeah. it was like, oh, we're going to sit on the couch and we're going to just, because then you retired in the, in the, in the middle, middle of COVID. Of COVID. Yep. So it was literally, there was no gym to go to. No. <laughs> so, I mean, it. It changed. A lot of things changed. Our life changed, right? Uh, it, it, it changed big time. We go from 
Yeah, you know, I, I told my wife, I'm going to take you here, there. The military lets us do this, this, and that. We had plans. We had we plans. Had, we, did, we, had we had plans. We had great plans. And, you know, but this is, things change. You know what I mean? And um, we're here to tell you guys, we understand. We understand the struggle. We understand the battle. You know what? No, I was I was blessed enough where, you know, I didn't go through a trauma that caused a loss of limb or something like that. Sure. You know what I mean? But to those who are going through that, we understand the actual thoughts. We understand, hey, this is difficult. Yeah. yeah the reliving. Reliving the thing over and over and over again. And we understand how important it is for you to get help. How important it is for you to, to get help. Continue treatment. Continue, yeah. Because I can't I can't tell you the one of the things that we've also seen is, you know, I, I come home and tell her, you know, my wife takes me to the group. Obviously she doesn't come in the group, but you know, sometimes you'll see people that just aren't there. To just stop coming or you'll see that you know like what happened to so-and-so no they they didn't come anymore and you know and it's it's it can be tough you know it, it can be tough because whether you knew these person these people or not they're your brother and sister in arms sure you know they're your brother and sister in arms it's like you know but it's well, like it's life-changing it is life-changing and and i think you know something that i i really want to get out here is um is the the treatment portion the therapy portion of it and and how important that is um and how important it is that you're with a therapist um that is working with you and that you get along with that you bike mm -hmm. it, it's not oh this is my doctor no this is your therapist yeah and if you don't like them or you don't feel like there is a um it's not a friendship. I don't know what to call it. Uh, uh, just a kindred connection, just some form of connection. Yeah. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. And um, please don't think you're going to hurt their feelings. That's their job is to be a good fit for you. And it was very hard because the one we had through the military um, on base when you were active duty was so good for you yeah, that yeah. you guys were like brothers yeah. and it was working and Davey was able to go through um, some really heavy shit. Excuse yeah. my language, but really heavy shit. Well, guess we can't monetize oh, this. Going. <laughs> Don't care. No. Um, so, but, but my thing about this is, is you were able to then handle mm -hmm. um, stupid life stuff stupid drama that you know yeah. drama comes your way and you can't do anything about it you just have yeah. to get through it yeah um and all this stuff we were having barbecues we were you know getting yeah. to, to have more people of course we're you know we were in yeah. covid but at the same time things were there was a brighter side yeah there was a brighter side and then once you got out um and we kind of had a turnover to the va uh, things change things change and baby went from being seen once a week at while on active duty to being seen uh, twice a month to then being seen once a month depending, uh, depending on, on a cancellation because yeah. things happen yeah. um, and the VA is a very busy spot for yeah. mental health but so you know and, and, he, and it's really good however that's when you then have to sit there and you're like I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine right and the other person in your life has to be able to have the courage to say mm -hmm. no you're not mm -hmm. You're regressing, and I've let you go for a little while now, um, but you're not handling things as well as you were, and I feel like we're going back to square one. Yeah. And so you always have to be an advocate, and if you can't be the advocate, you need to find someone in your life that can mm -hmm. be that person for you. Yeah, and I, 
and that's the thing that you guys to you know, don't just don't let it just go you know that 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 yeah, the va yeah. is a whole nother special that we'll be having oh, yeah. so that's a whole nother special but you know when it comes down to to the ptsd the important thing is speak up you know Please speak on speak it up. like you know yourself you if you're wondering what the hell is wrong with me like what like i used to love going here i used to love doing these things yeah. now they don't interest you at all or it's downright impossible you know what i mean like literally you were screaming inside yourself to speak you were literally screaming inside yourself this happened to me it, whether it, you're literally you're fighting to yeah. get the words out it, it's you, happened to you here at home yeah it doesn't matter fighting, where you are it's right. going to come out it's going to come out you're fighting in your head to get the words out and then by the time it comes out it comes out it's, it's like an explosion yeah because you haven't been able to get it out so yeah it, it is life-changing um, but it made us look it made us look back on a few situations in our lives you know what I mean um there there's a lot you know what I found when I went through therapy and that when he used to talk to me about hey you know when you came back from Iraq you know were these things happening where did you have uh the headaches and, and we you know we we chalk it up as eh no it's just a headache it's, it's, it's cool yeah you never used to have them before you know what i mean you, you never used to have them before so you take you know your headache medicine you call it a day right you don't you don't think anything of it and then maybe maybe not even that year maybe you know maybe years later all of a sudden you know the visions right the visions the, the the waking up to the explosions that you think are still going on but they're not you know what i mean the you know there there's there there's a lot of things that that uh not just military members you know civilians go through things too but for the military what i'm trying to say is that when you look back on certain situations you're like wait a minute i started doing that back then yeah they did the angry outburst the, the, the people label you as an angry individual. Like, I'm not angry. You know, no, I'm not. It's like, I'm tired of people just not doing their job right. Yeah, well, there's that. But there's an angry outburst for somebody coming 10 minutes late. Does, does it really need that? Or, you know, your, your kid messed up on something. That's kids do. An angry outburst there. Or the, you know what I mean? All of a sudden, I think one of the biggest things that was in our story was the concentration. Yeah, it was the concentration is that your work ethic starts to decrease and you didn't come to labels, right? Because it, seem, it can seem to us who has this condition, it can seem that we're being attacked more so than understood. Oh, absolutely. It can seem that we're being attacked more so than understood. And in, in, in some instances you were. Yeah. Uh, let's not. Yeah. And so, and then, yeah, some instances. And that's even exactly if the person knew that you had PTSD yeah. or that there was something wrong, it wouldn't have mattered. You know, right. you're just that's that's a part of life, though. It too. is, it is, and, and it's we're not hiding behind this condition. Nope. You know, and, and when I'm telling everybody with it, don't hide behind it. Embrace it. You know, yeah, th these things happen, but that they don't make you who you are. No, you it, doesn't it, do it doesn't define you. It doesn't define you. It doesn't define you. No. But don't run from the help either. No, you, especially you're... if you already have a support system, don't push it away. You know, don't push it away. And um, yeah, yeah, I will tell you that looking back, we can say that 
you know, wow a lot. You know, we, we can say wow a lot. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I was, blown, I was blown away by the the help from our leadership. Uh, sure, the, the because we, was... we had a team immediately. It, it was like this very cool, amazing mm -hmm. uh, core team um, yeah. that just kind of put their arms around us in, in some ways great. And in some ways it wasn't so great, you know, no sooner would we get something figured out that maybe another team member would be <laughs> like, no, we think you should do this. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was nice being a part of that. It yeah. was, it, it was my honor. As I say to you all the time, it is my honor to get to go on this journey with you. Yeah. Um, because it's hard and there's nobody else I'd rather like stand beside and, and push you to get it mm -hmm. taken care of. Well, thanks, um, but you know, it, it was, they, they were really good to us. Um, and there's a couple in particular that really shined mm -hmm. and you know, really quickly who your friends are but you, you, and very... you know, really quickly who your family is. That's, that's, that's hard facts. And that's going to be even hard and it might even create a new trauma point. Yeah. But guess what? If it's, if it's on the road to your success and your recovery, then that's what has to happen. And sometimes people need to be removed so that mm -hmm. you can get better. It's, it's true. So it's, look, you guys, at the end of this, uh, we're going to, if you're watching the YouTube, you know, we're going to be putting up some numbers for you guys. Excuse the brightness right there. The sun clouds. Just, <laughs> the sun we just got came clouds. Through. If you watch it on YouTube, that's exactly what happened. The sun came out and it's like, it hey, welcome. What's up, everybody? Here I am. But, uh, oh my God. hey, yeah, I know. But, uh, no, we, we, we have to say, that this isn't something that gets cured overnight. Mm -mm. This isn't something that gets cured overnight. Yeah, we're going to have some numbers up, veteran crisis line, PTSD, the VA websites, yeah. and, and it. I'm here to tell you, if you're going through it, call those numbers. Yeah, they even you, have a text one now. If you yeah, don't want to talk to someone, you, you can, can text. text them. Yep, we will be having those up too. And so, you know, what we can say is that this has been our journey. It, it, you know, this this is yeah. this has been our journey. It's it's not everybody's journey, and we're still on the journey. We're still on the journey, and I mean, heck, like I said, I got <laughs> I got a service service dog and a service human. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was it, here first. Though. She was yeah, she was here first. <laughs> service human was here first. So true, you know, true story. Um, when it came down to it, and during all of this, you know, my wife was such trusted a trusted individual. You know, it's my wife. I trust her. But my leadership even turned me over to my wife. My wife cared. I didn't know that was a thing. That was a thing. Scared the, the, the hell out of me. My leadership uh, worked with her and was like, hey, because a lot of it, I, could, I couldn't even go to work. Yeah. So it was like, well, hey, can you at least come to noon? And I was like, cool. I'll come to noon. Mm -hmm. Then I'm sitting there. Because that's another thing I didn't mention. You know, especially those in leadership positions. It can be tough. Because, yes, they will have to remove you from that position. Not as a, oh, man, you ain't nothing. Get out of here. Yeah. This, this is the hard conversation to have, right? Because that's the one that nobody wants to hear. Now, I don't want to be removed from my position. You know, I want somebody else taking my job. Yeah, but do you think you're in the perfect shape to, to be doing this? Sure. You know, it's, it's like, 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 come on. You're, you're not in the perfect shape to be doing this. And, you know, I had to admit that. And so, yeah, I had to move from my position. And 
And we and, were given options, though. Right. We were given options, and it was, you know, hey, we can do this, this, and this. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, you you had to be, it wasn't that you were demoted, but it was that your care was more important at that right, time. Right. They They literally, I will say this, did everything they could to keep you. Yes. To keep yes, you did. in, to keep you, um, and whatever you needed, they were ready to do. But there were just some things that uh, you and I didn't feel uh, was for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a hard decision to yeah. make because then we knew, you know, once they turned him over to me, it was like, okay, well, yes, he is still active duty, but he is your responsibility right, and, right. and you are going to have to keep this government property safe because <laughs> that's what it is. It is yeah. I'm sitting there going, Oh Lord, yep. do you guys so, know what you just did? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, but for those who saw the you know the other special we did on on Tad saw, you know that was also a result of uh, of the PTSD. Also, was yes. there at least from the Air Force perspective, the Wounded Warrior Program um, helped. They it, did. It helped. They reached out to us. Right when we knew we were getting medically retired, when, and, we got and, a call, and, and they they even changed my job status to Wounded Warrior. Yeah. And it got me the help. Uh, when I left, I was definitely prepared, and even got me set up with a service dog. Uh, yeah, everything was good. But you know, as we said, this is from our perspective. This is us putting it out there to the masses. Our story. Yeah. You know, this isn't to say somebody watching. Well, I don't have access to that. Well, okay. This is. But this you is, do. You do. But you do. Whether you, whether it's the VA or through any of the other organizations out there, the, the help is there. United Way. Help is there. There is communities. And you know what? I'm telling you right now, if you're a civilian and you absolutely can't find anything in your community or a, a, a national something on a website, there is someone in your community that can help you get to where you need to be. There is a Red Cross. There is a fire station. There is somewhere there that they are going to say, hey, here's a resource for you. Right. Don't use that as an excuse. Right. And so we we have to go ahead and just, just say, look, <clears throat> the world may not seem like a great place sometimes, especially when you're living in your head. Yeah. yeah. It, it, especially when you live in your head. It, it can seem like nobody cares it can seem like nobody understands you know what i mean it, it can it can seem as if you feel like you're going crazy yeah uh, but you're but, not yeah that's not it trust you, me that is not it that. you just need you just need some help and you need yeah. people um to understand but the biggest part part of that is you have to say something you have to say something, and um, I'm going to speak for a little bit. Go ahead, go ahead, babe. As a spouse, it is very hard um, because I see the misconceptions people have, and I'm one of those people. I don't tell people my business anyway. Like, Davey's always been one of those that's just out there. Hey, I'm going to do this. Hey, I'm going to do that. And when I met him, I was like, yeah, I don't tell people nothing. <laughs> had, to, had to learn to move in silence, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> because I'm like, no, because they, you know, always come ag- against you. Mm-hmm. They can use it against you. Um, so when we were first going through this, he did, of course, he didn't want anybody to know, um, which was hard. We have five children. 
Yeah. Um, and it, it was like, okay, so I took the stance of I wasn't going to say anything um, until it was absolutely necessary or until I saw that he wasn't going to say something. And I gave him quite a while, quite many, many months. Now, for a few of our children who were with us every day and close, um, they had to know you know, they had to know and they had to understand that there was no safety issue here. There was no abuse going on. It was nothing like that. Uh, and, in, in, and we were fortunate in that. You were fortunate in that, you know, yeah. that that wasn't, it wasn't coming out in that way. Yeah. Um, but they also needed to understand that dad isn't always or couldn't always be there in the way he was. He couldn't handle the day-to-day <laughs> drama of of teenage life or of young adult life um and they needed to take a step back and and um be more mindful of you and how they were acting and and things like that that was hard um i forgot where i was going with that because there's so much in here it was hard as a spouse for me because i didn't want to tell people because that was his wishes and i'm not going to go against my husband i'm just not um, unless of course it's a dangerous situation. Um, so I had to keep quiet to a lot of people and all of a sudden they just, you know, oh, he's just controlling. See, Mm. you know, we said he's, he's, he seemed like a nice guy, but he's controlling. He's military. He's staunch. He wants you with him 24 seven. Um, and what I couldn't say is no, he was released to me by the United States air force. This was a job I gladly accepted and took um because i love our military i love our country and i love knowing what my husband did for this country and how he protected me before he even knew me because that's how i view it and that's how i view all military they don't know me but they're out there protecting me and my child and our children so that was hard i i get really I had someone ask me the other day, hey, were you angry? Um, or do you get angry over your husband's PTSD? Not at him and not at the military. I get angry when I realize that people that shared a life with him were not paying attention. I get angry because it was easier for them to call him an asshole or to be mean to him than it was to say, hey, that's not Davey, there's something wrong. I I get angry in people labeling you and wanting to call you this or that that have no idea what is going on and why I'm with you 24-7. They don't know, and they didn't need to know, and now we have a voice and we're going to tell them. Yeah. And it's not for sympathy. It's not because I want... We're happy. Right. We are. We're happy. If this sounds familiar to to some of the people that are watching if this sounds familiar this is our story and we're here to let you know we understand yeah we're here to let you know that you're not alone also you're not alone and it's okay if you can't be alone Mm -hmm. find someone or go seek out someone it's okay yeah um because when when uh, therapy is good and you know you'll take Nala and you know 
go to the yeah. store or yeah. or whatever. But the fact is, too, is we're still new at this married thing with each other, and we still like each other. <laughs> so we like being around each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those, if you weren't going to be at work, then um, he had to be with me. Yeah. And that was okay. I was, I was fine with that. Um, and then the military also, me being your spouse, found out real quick that they, after they released you to me, and I had made a, a kind of, not a deal, but it was a very much a talking to that, hey, you can't then, and this is what they told me, we can't talk to him without you being present now. Do you understand that? Yeah. And actually, I'm happy about that. I, I would <laughs> rather it be that way. And then uh, um, some of them decided to take it upon themselves one day uh, to come to the house uh, and I wasn't here. And, yeah. and and have a meeting with him without our knowledge. And uh, our youngest called me and said, hey, Misty, um, there's some guys here from the military and dad's not happy. And I, I uh, two-wheeled it around the corner. Mm -hmm. I drove very fast and uh, let them have it in the middle of the street <laughs> and reminded them that he was in my custody <laughs> and they have no jurisdiction over my house. And I yeah. said quite a few expletives and it was the first time I'd ever cussed anybody out in uniform. But you know what? It needed to be said. It did. And, and it did. It but did. this is at the same time, you know, we got to tell y'all this is, this is our story. It is. You know, this, is, this is our story. And this is what we have to say for some of you listening even if you view the things that we're saying as going on rants. No, it's not. It's not. It's There's a lot of, because of we badness. know you guys, number one, we know you guys have a story too. Mm -hmm. You remember, you know, this happened, this happened, this happened. Look, my PTSD stems from a lot in Iraq and it stems from a, and stems from a lot when I was in Japan. It stems from when I was flying. You know what I mean? So there's, there's different things. There are a few of my firefighter buddies that I hope are watching this that was there with me. I, I hope you're watching this. Obviously, I'm not going to throw names out there. You guys know who you are, that you were there with me. And you're living through the same exact thing that I'm living through right now. It, it hurts. But I'm here to tell you, trust me, seek the help. Yeah. And, and this is... I'm sorry. It's just, it's a, it's a first responders thing too. Mm -hmm. And, and people need to be mindful of that. And with you, your career was uh, kind of split between being a firefighter and then you went over, um, to be a boom operator. To be a boom. Yeah. And so, which meant you were a flyer, you were in a plane, mm -hmm. um, over some pretty hefty, scary places over this world. Right. Um, and, and you can only imagine. Right. He was in a flying gas station. Yeah. So, I, I will say this and, you know, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, just talk about it just for a few more minutes. But I, I will say this, like having a support system is obviously is very crucial. And for those who are single, you know, and they're like, hey, oh, I don't have anybody. That's, it couldn't be further from the truth. You know, there are Facebook groups, veteran to veterans, us mentoring us, you know, there, there are plenty of other PTSD groups mm -hmm. that have people on there. There are other organizations out there that will understand. And like, hell, you can't even call the VA without the first thing they talk yeah. to you. Before they the VA, any of the VA numbers you call to even schedule a doctor's appointment, the first thing they're going to give you is numbers for the helpline. Mm -hmm. 
if, if you're having a tough time with a helpline. There is help out there. There's always people to talk to. There, there's always people to talk to. No, not everyone will understand. I, I, I had the stigma, like, well, I'm going to talk to a therapist that has never been in the military before. That was mine. That was my stuff. If you ain't never been in the military, how can you even relate to what I'm talking about? Now, now granted, my first therapist made me think that, you know, crap, man, you need to be going to therapy with me. <laughs> but, but great guy. But at the same time, you know, there, there's always somewhere. There's always somebody. Yeah. I, I talked to a friend of mine not too long ago, and he told me, like, all of a sudden he can't deal with being up in crowds, standing up when our boss is talking, the commander's call. He can't deal with having conversations with people. You know what I'm saying? He was there with me. He went through some stuff. I'm not going to put his business out there, but I know what he went through. I was there when it happened. He went through some stuff. Bro, if you're listening, please get some help. If you haven't, get some help. I'm not going to stop trying to contact you. I'm not going to stop. You know who you are. And and I think that's an important message for people that don't yeah. have PTSD but love someone that has PTSD. Text them. And if yeah. they don't text you back, don't take offense to it. Yeah. We're, we're going through a, a unique um, um, thing in our life. You are going mm -hmm. through a unique thing in your life. And maybe one day you're up to texting and maybe one day you're not. It doesn't yeah. mean the text isn't read and appreciated. Yes. And so. You have to check on people. Yes. I have friends who have gotten out. A female friend of mine got out. And I've seen her uh, sometimes go on rants, you know, on, on, on Facebook, much needed ones when I'm reading the rant, yeah. much needed ones. And, but I also understand when I'm reading the rant, I'm like, man, some people don't get it. Yeah. Some the people, some people do not get it. Uh, sometimes these rants are just warranted. You got to get it out. Yeah, and you and don't there's, there's, you don't want to be treated differently right. because you have you don't PTSD, want to be treated differently. but you also want people to be mindful of the fact that of the do. fact that you have PTSD. So it's like, hey, you know, you don't have to treat me any different, yeah. but you also need to be aware that I am very new at my condition because we are not even a year out of right. the military and we are not even two years into your condition we're still learning every day is a new learning um curve right. and your treatment is not linear no yeah. one's treatment is linear nor is the um success of being yeah. treated for it everybody is going to be different and we're still trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work right because for a lot of my military folks PTSD can stem from the fact that you're leaving the military itself. Absolutely. And so we understand our one one year anniversary is next month. You don't think there's been an uptick here? It's. You don't think there's been an uptick there here? There is an uptick. There, there is, an there, uptick. is a, there is an uptick, and I know it's going to get worse yep. before it gets better. And we're prepared for it. Right. So listen, guys, we're going to go ahead and and and, and end this, and, but we're going to say a few things. Veteran crisis line. The the veteran crisis line. Was it one eight hundred two seven three? What else was last? Eight two five five. Eight two five five. Option one. Option one. You guys. And then you can text eight three eight two five five. Yes, you can do. You can you can text. Um, for those of you that want to learn more about PTSD, please go to ptsd.va.gov. Um, it is PTSD Awareness Month. Every day they have something new you can do for the next thirty days. Uh, there's also an app. I just got the app and it's called Family Coach. Um, and it 
just has tips and hey is your you know loved one having a bad day here's a few things you can try hey have you noticed this it has a tracker on there where you can track the bad days so you can see if there's you know it's just there's apps for that now yeah um there's a a lot of places you can go to as i said red, red cross the united way everybody has some form of program um and then the vet center Oh, the vet center. Vet center has vet 300 center. places across the nation. I um, we highly recommend the vet center. And we just started with it, and they have a. I just found out they have a group for spouses, and I cannot wait. Of course, yes. everybody's reopening because of COVID. Right. I I I can't wait because, you know, I would like to have the one thing I learned from uh, your therapist, before you know, while we were still in, was the secondary PTSD. Right. And trust right. me, it is a thing. It is. And not only that, but then there's the, um, I worry about him and I have to tell myself not to. And, you know, if he's gone for an extended period of time, I'm like, where is he? Is everything okay? And then I have to take a, take a step back. I told somebody last week, I have to check myself every day because he's allowed to be angry. If, if something, if he stubs his toe, he's allowed to cuss it out. It's not his PTSD. It's just him having a bad day and he stubbed his toe. Right. Or someone said something he didn't like. He gets to be himself. You you all do. Yeah, you get to be you. It does not define who you are. But you also need to be more mindful that, that there is this um, ongoing condition. Mm -hmm. And that if it's not taken care of the way it should be, that it can turn into a physical injury absolutely just just remind just remember you know you are allowed to be yourself you're a human being yeah. also like she said you stub your toe and you, you start cursing it out or you mad that thing you makes it feel better that's scientific there's not always oh, got ptsd somebody yeah. steals something from you and you cursing them out it's like wow you're really angry you there must be your ptsd no i'm mad as hell that you stole something from me and you don't have you to walk to be, on eggshells you ain't gotta walk on eggshells be who you are. Still live your life. Don't think that are. everything that that you're going through, every time that you get angry, is like, oh, it's PTSD. No, sometimes it's really you have a right to be angry. And when as people spouses, are mistreating you, treating you certain ways, or something like that. As spouses and people that love people with PTSD, hey, you get to call them out on it too. You get to say, hey, are you having a bad day? Yeah. Um, you know, one of our sons will write before he comes over. Hey, is is Davy having? A, you know, is he okay today? Because he's aware, you know, it's just some days are good and some days are yep. bad. And that's all you have to do. You can go and I can say to him, hey, you're getting a little overwhelmed. Yeah. So we need to go or we need to switch up what we're doing. Trust me, guys. We, the bottom line is we get it. I, I get it. There's movies you can't watch now without break out and crying. You, you're crying over random commercials that you wouldn't cry over before. Like, why the hell am I crying? about a commercial about dry eyes. I don't, I don't understand it, but you know, and so, I mean, it's, it, it, I don't, I'm just saying, but, uh, <clears throat> the point is guys, please seek the help. Okay. You guys, please seek the help. It's PTSD awareness month. You guys seek the help out there. Um, as always take care of each other. You know what I mean? Um, this has been our special for DMYs on PTS awareness. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and end this and tell you guys, Hey, I'm Davey. Hi, Misty. And we are DM Watch. Everyone, please take it easy over there and take care of each other.